demon we move those out of the way are they like no 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 they're good all right no we are good and we are live guys welcome to another episode of fire builders live my name is josh corporal and welcome to fire builders live we stream live monday through saturday every day at 12 noon eastern and we bring on experts we talk about big goals we break things down into small steps things that you can do every day and today i am super excited Hillary Porta is on the show. Hillary, just want to say welcome to Fire Builders Live. Hey, thank you so much, Josh. Um, huge fan of the show, huge fan of you and all the things that you're doing out there in the world. So really honored to be here today. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm honored to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. And uh, and so let me just tell everybody uh, a little bit about the kinds of things that you have been doing because they're so impressive and I have now personal firsthand knowledge about what you do because yesterday we went through this entire session we'll talk about that in a second but but basically guys hillary we're going to be talking i mean today we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs mindset things that hold you back that stop you from being the best person that you can possibly be in life we all have them we all don't want to you know end up living the rest of our lives and then being on our deathbed and having a bunch of regrets simply because there were a bunch of paper tigers out there in your mind that stopped you from being who you were kind of meant to be. And Hillary is the person to, to be talking about this, this exact situation. I mean, the clients that she has had call her the amplifier, the shame slayer, the life warrior. I mean, these are just a few of the ways that people have described her. She has gone through this transition herself. She was a very successful corporate strategist. And now you have since left that behind, the golden handcuffs, so to speak. And you have spent the last decade diving deep into the crossroads of things like neuroscience, neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavior, industrial psychology, theology, and advanced psych K, which if you don't know what that is, we are going to be talking about that on the show today. And she is incredible at it. You know, these, the, these thoughts that we have in our lives, they're extremely damaging. They, they not only hold you back mentally, but also provide, you know, physiological symptoms as well. As Hillary says, you know, your body keeps score. We'll go into that a little bit, but, uh, but these types of thoughts, they're holding you back in more ways than one. We're going to be talking about how to get rid of them. Again, I'm so excited to have you on the show, Hillary. Welcome to Fire Builders Live. Really appreciate it. You know, it it was really, um, you know, I feel so honored to be able to walk in that sacred space with people uh, as we did yesterday and really uh, just just really shatter it. Right. Just get rid of it so that we can we can play full in. Right. That's just what we really want to do. We don't want to play small because of what you know, what we maybe have been programmed for. So, you know, anytime I get a chance to, to kind of help set somebody free, I, I mean, I feel like it, you know, I, I really, really want to be a generational shifter. You know, I want it to stop. And so that we can, we can be done with this stuff. You know, we, we hear it all the time, you know, it's what, Oh, you're just like your mother or, Oh, you know, all the little things that you heard or you've been told that's limiting you. You know, it's a uh, man, when you stop and really think about it, you're playing, about five to ten percent when you you're leaving so much on the table it's ridiculous yeah and no one wants those regrets you know no one wants to look back and say man i only i only played five percent of what i could have been no, not at all not at all so yeah well it just 
just so that everybody knows, right, the session that we are talking about that Hillary and I had yesterday and why I wanted to do the session first and then have Hillary on the show so that we could kind of discuss it was that, you know, I approached her and we, we were talking about some of the things that I had going on in my own personal life, you know, things about opening up and relationships and, uh, uh, and, and just stepping up and, and taking on, taking on more, you know, responsibility. And, uh, you know, there was just a lot of like, you know, a lot of things that are going on inside your head. It's not, like you said, it's not all Instagram, you know, stuff, you know, that's just the surface level, not real, (laughs) a lot of stuff going on underneath. And we went through a session yesterday. Um, and we can talk about that, but I have never felt better. And I mean, and I, and I don't, I'm a very skeptical guy. You have to prove it to me. That's like my, my engineering background of the tall ships, um, do you gain my respect when you, when you follow through with something that you say that you're going to do? And we went through this session yesterday and in 20 years of doing yoga and stretching and exercise, my, my upper back has never felt better really. And, and that's what we were talking about is that your body holds a lot of these, a lot of, you know, anger and tension and things that you don't even realize. So, so anyway, I just want to say that, this session has been, it was great for me. And that's what we can talk about here before. Well, before the thing, one thing that I like to ask everybody when they first come on the show is Hillary. So where are you in the world? And what is a typical day in the life of Hillary Porta? You know, it's really interesting. Um, first off, I'm right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in Lake Norman. Uh, you can probably tell from my accent that I'm, (laughs) I'm in the South. Right. Um, I feel like it's somewhat a nomad. You know, before COVID, I was traveling all around. I'm, you know, I love, I just have this wanderlust and this whole adventurous spirit. Right. So it's, it's hard to keep me, <laughs> it's hard to keep me in one spot. Um, but I, you know, as far as a typical day, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I have one of those. I definitely have some typical super rituals and routines that I do every day, no matter where I am and what my day looks like. But, Every day, man, is so different because, um, you know, I get to work in so many different ecosystems. And what that really looks like is, you know, I write. I love to write. Right. I've got, I think, what, in the last two months, there's like 30 articles that have been, you know, out there and published. But so that's one thing I love to do. But, um, you know, I, I keynote, which is wonderful, but I'm not able to do a lot of that on stage right now. So we've been doing some virtual stuff. Really excited for next month. I'm going to be um, actually was asked to be on stage with uh, Deepak Chopra. So very excited about that. Um, That, by the way, that is incredible. That is so amazing. I'm honored, man. I am just so honored for that one. Um, So, you know, it's whether it's running or whether it's speaking, I do a lot of corporate still. Um, you know, I, I kind of cut my teeth as a strategist, as you said, uh, doing consulting in, in the corporate arena globally and loved it so much. You know, I kind of do that stuff in my sleep. Um, initially, I started out kind of doing, you know, business consulting, and then it just turned into a little bit more. You know, I really wanted from the human behavioral side of it too, to, to, to kind of have a form of hybrid and something different that's really not out there. That's why my nickname is the life architect, right? This is not just life coaching or not just business coaching. It's really a hybrid of both. Um, so I have so many different clients, like I said, you know, professional motorsports, um, professional sports athletes. I mean, like crazy. Um, we're talking nuts, some celebs, some moms and dads. I mean, you know, anybody who's really 
<sighs> that's stuck. And, and that's really what it is. And anymore, I have just become an, even more passionate, right, about, um, I guess it's almost like an obsession, if the truth be told, right, about being able to free what's really holding people back, you know, in their business. And people don't even realize it because, you know, how you show up, it does have an impact, right? It really, truly does. And so how you're showing up professionally is going to, it's going to have a ripple effect because it's going to impact your relationships. You know, and if you're a parent, it's going to impact your parenting. I mean, it, it's just all really interconnected and it takes a toll also if you've experienced trauma, right? Whether it's physical or emotional trauma early on, which sadly the majority of us do. Um, and so that becomes our first imprint and then everything else is filtered through those lens. But as you discovered yesterday, you know, I think it was really interesting because right before, you know, we were due to, to kind of have our session, I said, Hey man, where are you hearting in your body? Right? And you were like, okay, um, this is a little weird, but we're going to go with it. So I just want to say kudos <laughs> to you um, because I know it's a really weird question, but you know, it helps me also from like looking at it from a metaphysical standpoint, you know, because again, your body does keep score and you want to, you want to really pay attention to that. I mean, some people go, Oh, it was just, it stems from an old injury. Maybe, maybe not, <laughs> you know, so it really it begs consideration as, as, like I said, we kind of did yesterday. So days are different. Um, I have clients all over the world, so I don't necessarily keep the, the normal hours of, of a nine to five. I just don't, I just don't. Um, so, um, I really have architected my life now to where I have one on one clients, have group, I've got, you know, masterminds, I've got things like that, I've got VIPs that I do. So it's um it's definitely different every day, but I like to get out on my paddleboard, right? I'm, well that's what I was that's what I was gonna say is that you not what I love about you is that you're walking the walk. Yeah. I mean, you know, anyone can promote a happy lifestyle and say, Hey, you know, let go of those limiting beliefs and really show up, but you're doing it. You're skydiving. You know, you're going out on your paddleboard every time you were just showing me pictures of this new, like, you know, off-road four by four, where you're going to go explore Like you're, you're the real deal. Well, you know what? It's, um, I think because I mean, I'm 53, right. And I, I've lived through cancer twice. I've had a, a mild heart attack, which we in the South call an event, right? <laughs> We're not going to call it what it really is. Um, but, but truly, you know, if I'm going to be out here talking it, I want to, I, it's really important to me because reputation means everything, as you know. And um, if I'm not going to go through it myself, I'm not going to put anybody else through it. I'm not going to just, you know, get out there like, and, you know, a lot of academia does, you know, they're over oh, here. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach like an MBA class, but I've never been out in the workforce. Okay. Right. You know, you go, all right. Well, so, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I think it's really important. And for, for me to be able to go in and I hate to say this, but streamline organizations and change company culture and things of that nature, I got to make sure that I'm having this right balance for me because I don't want to hustle. I'm, I'm too old to hustle my face off, man. That's just the truth. I don't want to do it. And so for me, there's certain days that, I don't schedule meetings, right, until a certain amount of time because I, I know that I want to get out on my paddleboard. I want to connect with nature. I want to do the things like that that's going to really, that's going to create energy for me so that, you know, that I can show up then for my clients in a few hours with, 
you know, the proper energy. And, you know, so it's just really important. It, it truly is. You've got, you've got to pay yourself first. Agreed. And so many people neglect that. Yeah. Well, you know, for years I did too. Maybe that's why I'm so, I guess, hell bent on it. Um, you know, there are years that I've hustled my face off and don't get me wrong. And maybe that's why I'm so anti-hustle my face off <laughs> because there's, it comes at a cost, right? And I think that one of the things that sometimes people get blinded by is just the financial side of things, you know, and, and they're coming from a place of scarcity or, or lack, right? And because of that, what they don't understand is that's what they're going to attract. It's a boomerang effect and they're going to magnetize that. And so when you come from a place of abundance and, you know, you, you already, and abundance looks different for everybody, right? It's not, you know, Hey, Oh, there's just this, this is abundance. No, it's very, you know, very personal. And so when you come from that, then that's what you attract as well. So. Well, for you, what is, how do you define abundance in your life? Oh man. You know, that's a really easy one because, um, and it brings me back. It was so funny. I was on stage one time and I was, you know, I just finished having a, having a speech and somebody had asked me, Hey, so what's your definition of luxury? Right. And, and for a second, I think that they were thinking, right. That I was going to have this whole material list of, you know, Oh, a cabin in the mountains, a beach house. Yeah. The Louis Vuitton bag. Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm like, you know, the truth of it is, is to be unhurried. You know, to me, that's luxury to to be unhurried and to be present and to to drink it in, man, to drink it in, to I, I think I'm very I've gotten so dialed into what I do that I love my life so much. And because I've used psyche so much. Right. I've done this this deep healing stuff. I've, I've done the work, as I call it, <laughs> the work. Um, and since I have, I think some people initially when they they meet me, they're like, what are you on, man? I want some of that wacky backy, man, if that's what you're doing. <laughs> like, you know, if, if that's what it was, I'd be happy to share, but really it's mindset. I mean, it's honestly, it's six inches and you know this too, but it truly is six inches. And so I, I've really changed my, my mind. <laughs> I really have. And it's changed my whole life. And so that, you know, that, that's what it is. So, it's that's luxury to me is being unhurried and being present and, and, and enjoying and being grateful because yeah. a lot, there's a lot to be said. Like my, my, I love that rooster. I told you. Yeah, I, I try to keep myself muted sometimes, but Elvis, no, I love Elvis. Elvis makes me have, every time I've like listened to an interview and I hear Elvis, I'm like, I love <laughs> um, yeah, but it's true. I, I don't get up. I mean, I really do walk the walk. I mean, you can ask anybody that, that really knows me and I don't get out of bed and literally my feet will not touch the ground until I've spent time, you know, literally in meditation and in gratitude. And that really changes you neurobiologically, right? And, and, and neurochemically as well. And so um, I am, I don't have really stress. I don't, I don't worry. I don't do the things that I used to live on and, <laughs> And thrive like it, it's one of those self-fulfilling prophecies where you're stressed and you then you ignore it and then that, that just stresses you out even more and you just ride this wave of, of stress where you, you never slow down. You, know, oh you never stop to, to see how bad it's gotten. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's that whole 
forest for the trees. And, and one of the things I think that I've learned so much after working with so many different types of people um, from the stay at home mom to the, to the sea level, to the celeb, there's, there's a lot in common. I mean, really, there's just, it's, it's the human condition. Number one, you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. And unless you've got somebody like a spotter, kind of like me, I'm, I'm kind of a spotter, right? You're not going to know because not many people have that level of emotional intelligence to say, hey, Josh, you know, I'm, I'm noticing this pattern. You know, can you what's behind it? Right. Because I know that that's not something you're aware of or you wouldn't want to do it. Right. But no one really wants to have that conversation because that's the messy. That's the messy stuff. Right. It really is. Yeah. You, I mean, you put yourself when you do have those types of conversations, you look you could potentially look vulnerable, look weak. Like you don't want to give that appearance, especially if you're in some type of C-suite position or, you know, some celebrity that's got eyes on them all the time. All the time. And that's really tough. And most people, you know, there's that whole saying, poor little rich girl and, you know, all that, you know, just the really main stuff that people say about a lot of the, you know, the celebs and a lot of the, you know, the C-levels, but they're under, an enormous amount of scrutiny and pressure. And I mean, it's, it has its perks. Absolutely. But it comes, it costs a lot to get those perks. You know, it does. And so it's really important to have somebody to, to kind of continue to help with that whole emotional piece of how, how to show up. Because like I said, you know, sometimes we're just so close to, and and I always liken it to a rock place. If you've ever climbed, have you ever climbed? Oh yeah, of course. You know what I'm talking about then. So like when you're climbing, Sometimes you're just too damn close to that rock face, right? And so then you, you're not sure where the next move that you really need to do. And because, you know, it can be disastrous, you know, depends on how high you are, right? You know, up there you are and, and everything. So that's what it is. It's really important to have somebody, whether, you know, and, and whether it's a coach or a friend or a mentor or anybody, it's just so important to have that one person who wants to love you enough to invest in you and to tell the, the, the honest truth. I mean, a, a lot of my people, I mean, that I coach, you know, they're, they're like, God, you are freaking, oh, you're tough. One of the guys that was really, <laughs> I think you will get a complete chuckle out of this one. So, you know, he, he calls me to his organization and it was really neat. He flew me up. He was like, you know, Hey, I'm going to send the plane. I'm going to do this. I'm going, Ooh. <laughs> Okay, but no, not right away because he wanted me to do it the next day. And I knew I knew immediately who what kind of person he was at that point. Right. And it was really telling. And I was like, no, I don't have any availability, you know, just to see how the reaction went. And then, you know, I went up the next week. And when I did, he 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 just presented me the organization and all this kind of stuff like that. And so when he finally, you know, asked me what I, I, I thought about it, I said, well, after sitting with you for a couple of days and your people and stuff like that, what you presented to me over the phone, you know, was the organization was in, you know, it was in dire need. It was crumbling. It was doing this. And I said, yet while I've been up here, right, you kind of shown me a different, you've tried to show me a different picture of, you know, you posing and posturing and all this kind of stuff like that. I said, I'm kind of like, you know, and I'm going to equate this to cat litter. <laughs> so just go with me on it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know you're like, what? Like a box of cat litter, but literally, you know, it's like, here's this box of cat litter. 
And I can see the bumps right underneath, but you put the best damn cat litter on top. It's the sprinkly kind that's got glitter in it. It's really groovy, right? You know, and I said, but I'm going to come in here and I'm going to shake it up so the shit can get to the top, you know, and he just kind of looked at me like, I think I'm a little afraid of you, but it was, I'm like, you don't want me in your organization just milking your, you know, your checkbook. You just don't. Yeah, exactly. Just being like a yes person and yeah. saying, oh, you should do this. Like, yeah, yeah. agreed. And that's what happened. He had so many, he just had the wrong people in the wrong seats and which happens so often. And no one wanted to bucket because they were getting paid so well, but they were making fun of him behind his back. And so it was just, there was a lot of culture issues that we had to, to deal with. And we, I was really happy that we did. And he's happy now and was able to save his marriage through the whole thing, which really was fantastic and feel honored to do that. And he got to develop, um, <laughs> he got to develop a real relationship with his kids, which really makes a lot of, I, I think what I do so meaningful because they were, they were using for us checkbook essentially. I mean, he was so absent. He was, and when he was there, he was absent, if you know what I mean. He was yeah. absent because there was so much rain swirling through his head, you know, with business and stuff like that, which happens, you know, unless you unless you learn, right, the process of how, you know, to do it and how to really invest, you know, and what that looks like, then you just don't know. You just don't, well, don't know. Well, in the process of, lear- of of figuring out how to know, you know, so discovering the things that you didn't know that you don't know. Um, that kind of thing. The first, you know, the first thing that I like to ask guests on the show is, is in the quest to, to achieve some clarity in the quest to start to identify, to get some awareness around your limiting beliefs and then, and then take some action with them. Absolutely. How, how do you start? What's the, you know, what would you suggest as the way to start if you had to boil it down to maybe just one thing? Oh man. Okay. So this is one of the things that my clients kind of look at me. You know how like the dog will turn its head like, really? <laughs> they say, well, it sounds really simple, but then they get into it and they're like, oh, geez. you know, this was a little bit more complex than I thought. And, and the number one thing that I make my people do first is know thyself, right? I mean, Aristotle said it, Socrates said it, everybody, all my greats, right? said it first. And I wish I could be the first one to say, hey, I said, <laughs> but it's not me. Um, Nagani, but know, know thyself. Know like, yourself, uh, you got to get to know yourself. You really need to know yourself. And that's one of the things that what happens and you, and you know, too, is that we, we fall into things into life, right? We, we fall into school. We fall into love. We fall into marriage. Sometimes we fall out of marriage. <laughs> we fall into kids. We fall into, and then you wake up and you go, Oh my God, is this it? What the hell? And so what happens is like nobody slows their role enough, right? To, um, to get so dialed into who they are. Because the truth is, is most marriages end in divorce before they're even married, right? Because they don't even set it up appropriately, right? I mean, it's just the truth is statistically. And so if you know yourself, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know, uh, and, and I want to say something about weaknesses, okay, really fast before I kind of keep going on the, on the roll. To me, it's not about weaknesses. It's about information, right? It truly is because everybody likes to classify the weaknesses and go, oh, my gosh, I've got to fix them all. I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And I'm like, no, you actually don't. Why would you spend, you know, the majority of your time, right, doing that? 
when the reality is just know what makes you go sideways and what threats you have, right? Kind of like a SWOT analysis. And, you know, at that point, use it as information so you can mitigate it. So you could build the risk mitigation into it, right? Just like you would incorporate. But you need to do it for yourself personally, because when you when you gain that level of clarity of really learning yourself, really like, you know, I was I sat in a boardroom one time and it had like, I mean, 13 men, brilliant, amazing, very successful. I'm talking multiple businesses, multiple seven, eight figure businesses. And I asked them, give me your top three strengths. And there was not one that could go around there and tell me they were just like, <clears throat> you know, and but boom, they can list off a, a dozen weaknesses. Right. But they didn't they didn't know what their strengths. Were. I said, what's your value proposition? What do you do for the world? What do you what's your impact going to be? What's your purpose about? And they're just like, I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like her. She's hard, you know, but these are really honest questions that you need to know, because when you know yourself, you know, the things that will cause you to go sideways, you know, the things that scare the living shit out of yourself. Right. And so these these triggers that you, you've got to learn your triggers. And so when something triggers you, right, you know yourself, you go, oh, wait a minute. OK, right. I, I have a choice here. And that's the biggest difference is after you begin to to know yourself at that deeper level and you have something pop up, you, you can check yourself. OK, is this just a lie? Is this, you know, something that they perceive? Is this just something that somebody wants to hurt me with? Is this, you know, I mean, what is this? Where's it coming from? And why is it triggering me? Right. So I call it deconstructing it. You know, and I, I think that's the thing that really is valuable. I had an amazing, amazing client. And I don't know if I, did I tell you about her or not? She was in um, she was in, which one? She was in Spain. And she called me from the bathroom. No, I don't think I heard this one. Okay. So she, one of my top level, you know, C-level clients, global operation, hugely, hugely successful in her own, I mean, powerhouse, right? I mean, magazines all the time, keynotes. I mean, she's really a leader in her industry. And so she calls me, she's, she's in Barcelona and she's getting ready to get up on stage in a couple hours and she's in the bathroom stall ugly crying and i'm like oh my god what's what is going on right and she's like can't do it <laughs> like oh my goodness breathe like this is real what is happening <laughs> breathe it out. let's breathe in a few times let's, let's get some oxygen going on in here and and so the nuts and bolts of it was is no matter how much she'd already accomplished and you know this very well too because i mean you're you're a successful businessman i mean you have you know multiple companies you know and i mean you really are an industry leader yourself so you know well it's true and so but it doesn't remove that 8 year old inside you at times that grips you i mean when i say grips i'm talking grips you and she was gripped and i said okay let's do this I mean, you're already got the ugly crown, man. You're going to, it's going to take a while to, yeah, right. let's just go ahead and do this and let's get it done. And so we, we deconstructed it, which is one of the things that you asked me, what is it? What are you going to do? So I'm going to tell you this so that you can learn to do this yourself. So you first deconstruct it and what that really looks like. And in her case, why she was, she was like, I just can't get out on stage because I'm not enough. Right. And, and you're shaking your head going, girl, really? <laughs> you know, what? I would love 
love to be a tenth of you. Um, and so she had gotten so disconnected with who she was and she was having trouble with her stepmom. Right. And so her stepmom is hypercritical and no matter, and she just had a conversation with her just like 30 minutes, you know, prior to my conversation with her. And that's what threw her in a spin. And I said, okay, I said, we're going to do this and we're going to deconstruct it in this way. I said, so what is the truth? Really? Let's talk truth for a second. So what is the truth about you? Who do you know? What do you know about yourself? And so we started going through the list and, you know, through the tears, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. And so we, we came to the truth about a lot of things of like who she was, how she showed up in her relationships, what she was at work, how she was with her children, what was she was in the community. I mean, uh, you know, just really who she was. And I said, okay, so does that match not being enough? She's like, no. <laughs> and I said, okay. So let's go a step further then. Let's deconstruct your stepmom. And she was like, holy shitters right there. Right. And she said, oh my God, this, I cannot believe it. Because whenever you take time to slow down, kind of pull on the handbrake and really examine, pull back that curtain. Right. And you can look back and you can connect the dots. And so that's what we did. We connected the dots. And what she discovered was, is that her stepmom's mom was really super critical of her. And that's how she showed her love. Right. So that's the only way she knew how to love her. And so we do the things that our parents have taught us to do and our teachers have taught us to do. Right. Never thinking. And that's why I'm saying earlier, we fall into. Right. And so I'm sitting here. And so we were deconstructing it. And I said, so it's not that your stepmother doesn't love you or think you're enough, because obviously she does, because She's trying to make you better because that's what was done to her. And that's how she equates it. She goes, I just never knew. So she actually does love me. And I actually am enough. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. And I said, so you have two choices. He said, you can go on. Right. And you can. (laughs) And this is the, the cool part. I said, because, you know, now. Right. You can let it just wash off you like a duck's back. Right. I mean, you can. No problem there. I said. Or if you want to be vulnerable and courageous, she goes, I hate you. You always make me do these things. It's like a damn stretch goal for you, girl, isn't it? And I said, yeah, because, you know, I want what's best for you. I really do. And I want you to be free. And I want you to walk fully into yourself. And she goes, oh, my God, what do I got to do now? And so (laughs) make a long story short, I said, you're going to have to have a conversation with your, you know, with your stepmom. And you're going to have to say, and you want to approach it gently. And with high emotional intelligence, do you want to yep. say, hey, I love you so much. And there's something that I've got to apologize for because guess what? You didn't know this. And I've been harboring it and it's been wounding me. And I know that you love me and you would never want me wounded. Right. That's a lot better than saying you've been such a bitch to me. Yeah, exactly. The way that most people would confront it, you right. know, they would immediately take it. Exactly. And so when you take ownership, right. And you, you, you own part of the process because the truth is, is that she had been training her how to, to talk to her and treat her this whole way by accepting it and then going back and being really frustrated and continuing on to let it eat her alive. Because guess what? Then she'd go home and she'd bark at the children or bark, you know, at her husband because sure. she, she felt small. And so that's when you know that there's such a ripple effect, you know, because then, you know, that when you when you clear it, you really, really clear it, 
when you let go, right? And when you forgive and you release it, then you can move on and you don't have to, you don't have to deal with that. But what it did was gave her an opportunity to have a real relationship, right? So she didn't want to do it, didn't want to do it, but calls me back about a week and a half later. And she says, and she's crying again. I'm thinking, what, you know, and she said, I did it. I did it. But these are good cries. These are good tears. Yeah. It's like necessary. Okay. So yeah. So that's, that's really what you want to do. So I, I really highly encourage everybody. If someone is pissing you off, right. Then you need to slow it down and back up and really examine what about it pissed you off? Was there, was there a little bit of truth to it? You know, was there no truth to it? And it was just a pattern that you all had gotten into, right? Cause that's just habit, man. It's just habit. Everything's a habit. It's going to be a good habit. Or it's going to be a, a habit that's going to impact you negatively. Right. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Well, I, if somebody were to do this, because the, the next question that I like to ask goes along with this first one. If someone were to take the time really consciously to slow down, and and know thyself, right? Start start looking inward. Start relaxing a little bit. Trying to see the other side of things. You know that it seems to me anyway that this is a continual process. It will you will have to continue to do this. And if someone were to attempt this consistently, and let's just say for thirty days for the first month, they just tried to take your advice. I'm curious as to in your experience where they would end up if you had to paint a picture of how someone were to feel at the end of 30 days, trying again to know thyself, right? Really taking steps to slow down and look inward. Where would they be? You know, I just love how, you know, whether you want to call it source or God or universe or whatever you want to call it, you know, um, that this is just the chance of this, because I just literally last night, I got the sweetest, literally this, the sweetest compliment in the whole wide world. It was one of my execs, C-Levels, runs two successful seven-figure and is, is starting another business and it's going to be a billion-dollar business. Easy. And they left me a message and said, you would not believe the shit day, literally, that I have had the shit week. But guess what? Because of our work together, I was completely able to handle it. Like last year, I'd have gone off the rail, literally off the damn rail. But this week, I, I did exactly what we had been, you know, really embedding, right, into into uh, all this time that we worked together. And I owned it. And I felt so strong and so powerful. And the things that normally would have made me go completely sideways, I didn't. And I am sitting here and I'm just going, wow, what a huge difference. So what happens when you practice being intentional, Right. Um, for five days, 30 days or whatever, it doesn't really matter, but you become empowered, right? You really do. You become empowered because one of the things that's so funny and, and you and I talked a little bit, we touched on it briefly yesterday about control, right? Because the more people feel out of control, you can always tell whenever someone's a serious ass control freak, right? That's when they feel so out of control. And, and, you know, they're the ones that are so, they're, they're what I call the walking wounded man. Whoa. Right. And, and so, because, you know, you've seen the difference when someone's just so comfortable in their own skin and they don't, they don't, it's not that they know, don't, things don't happen. No, but 
they approach it in a much different, calmer way. Like, hey, let's figure this sure. out. Sure. You know? So, yeah. and, and that's it. And, you know, even with my my corporate clients a lot, you know, like I said, you know, they're, they're dealing with things. They're having to coach peer-wise, coach up, I mean, <laughs> coach down. I mean, they're, they're really having to do it all. And sometimes, again, they're too close to the rock face to see how, how the best way it is to approach it. So that's why I'm always like, I, I give them a set of exercises, you know, just really good questions to think through these things and decisioning kind of a decision matrix, you know, if you will, you know, if then <laughs> chart. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but it matters and it changes your neuro, you know, biologically it even changes you. Right. So, I mean, you, you experienced a little bit of it just, just one day, right. Just one. I mean, just one session for the most part, but I can relate, you know, to a lot of that. And, and, you know, the things that we spoke about, it really brought up some, some questions, some things that I hadn't thought about. Um, I feel that I'm starting to understand when people say, you know, being too close, close to the, to the rock face. When you say that, I'm, I'm starting to really internalize that now and, yeah. and see that, that there are some things that no matter how, intelligent you are no matter how on top of things you feel like you are that that having that fresh set of eyes that other opinion that um, way to connect the dots that you couldn't necessarily see is important and asking those types of questions and you know we really didn't even go too much into what psych k is but uh you had mentioned that a couple of times here and i think it would be it would be good to just uh, explain to the people listening now what is that? Like, how does it differ from, say, you know, just, um, uh, you know, a, a personality test or, you know, some some standardized thing that you would hear? Oh, man. Okay. So don't get me started on all that personality test. You know, I've taken those and I had to administer them in corporate and all that kind of stuff like that. And I'll tell you, it's so situationally based. And, you know, it's just it's and the only thing that I will say <laughs> You probably should have never asked me that. But okay, so the only thing I will say, you're like, oh God, what did I unleash? unleash?" But okay, so people tend to take um, that stuff as complete gospel, meaning, well, I'm an ENFJ. Well, this must mean I, I have to behave this way. So it puts them in a box. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that I, that's the only thing that I want to say is, Use it as information. Don't use it as your identity. Okay. So sorry, not trying to preach about that. I'm like, Oh, but I hear it so often. They're always, and with this Enneagram stuff there. Well, what are you? What are you? Oh, that means I can interact with you. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So my apologies. I had to digress there. Um, no, but it's, it's true. I mean, I, to be honest, me being the like, the engineering skeptic that I am, I feel the same way about horoscopes <laughs> when oh, people yeah. say, when people say, oh, I'm a Sagittarius, I only hang out with Pisces or whatever. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. That kind of like, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea how you feel on the subject, but for me, well, I, that's like the same, same deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And you can go so many different ways with this conversation. So I'm just going to jump to say, <laughs> where I can play it safe for you and me. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Psyche is um, and how it differs, right? Okay, so some people have asked me, they're like, well, how is this different from therapy, right? Or, you know, how is this different from hypnosis? Well, first off, hypnosis is, it's completely different than hypnosis. Um, you're not under <laughs> you know, anything or, or anything. Um, 
And Psyche is just a series of protocols that is ancient mind, body wisdom, right? That is just, it's really wonderful. And it helps access the subconscious mind. Okay. Cause we play 95%. Most people don't realize it, but 95% of what you do is in, you know, by your subconscious. I mean, you get in your car or in your case, you get in your motorcycle or you get on your boat, right? And you just go and, you know, you know where to go, right? You're not going in 300 feet, turn left at two, you know, on Cedar Street and, you know, whatever, right? And so everything is just, it's recorded. just running, it's just running in the background. It is, exactly. Okay. So um, how it's different, though, from therapy, like traditional therapy and talk therapy and things of that nature is that therapy tends to go way back and they want to talk about, you know, what happened in your childhood and what, you know, what went wrong here or what happened last week and let's do this. And I have a lot of therapists coming to me um, for Psych K because it's, it's one of these things we can just recode literally. It's, and as you know, you're, as you said, your engineering and programming background, you get it really completely. You write a code and oh, you're like, oh man, I don't like the way that looks for my, you know, a user interface standpoint. So I'm going to change it. Right. So we just create the code and boom, it changes the color of the back screen or whatever. Site K does the same thing. You know, all of these beliefs are, and I guess maybe I need to start at the beginning. Your subconscious is, it doesn't have emotions. Honestly, it just doesn't give a shit. Okay. I'm just going to be very honest. It is literally data driven. All the things, it's just information, completely information. So it's how it's wired, right? Your neurons that, you know, that, that wire together, they fire together. So, and, and so that is what really happens in your brain. And so everything that you tell it. So if you wake up every day and say, Oh my God, here we go again. It's hate today. It's hate today. Oh my God, I have to get a job again. Gonna die, right? You do this to yourself enough, and then your body kicks into holy shit, she's gonna die. This is dangerous. We have to make her stop for a while. So you'll get sick, right? Oh, yeah. You'll get a migraine, you'll get the flu, you'll get strep throat, you'll get something just so you don't have to go to work, right? This is a protective mechanism that your brain does. So, but if you program it the other way, right, and say, oh, I'm having, God, I just love today. I can't wait to get up and serve my people. I, it just, I love the way it feels. I love the way my bed feels. I, I love the fact of this, 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 and this. It changes your, you know, literally your, your whole biochemistry even at the cell level. And so that's what's different. So you, you're actually able to, instead of spending years in therapy, a lot of people have spent a long time in therapy. Like one of my clients had spent 15 years in therapy and she did two sessions with me and she's like, why would it waste the last 15 years of my life? And I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, you know, it was, but I don't think it was wasteful. Obviously there's great therapists out there and then they have definitely their position, you know, their, their place in things. But for the most part, for me, what you concentrate on, and this is proven scientifically, right? What you concentrate on is going to be meringue and magnetized back to you. I mean, it's just the law of physics. And so, Personally, I don't like to go back and revisit all the horrible, horrific, you know, past trauma and all this other kind of stuff like that unless I need to go deal with it once and for all, right? And then after that, it's done. Boom. Let's move on, right? Let's move forward. So, yeah. It's like better better to just release it 
you know, release the, the, I don't know, the, the byproduct, you know, of the anger that's involved or the, you know, the, the fear, the anxiety, the tension that stems from those types of experiences rather than trying to get to the heart of them to figure out why it happened. It just yeah. seems faster to just get rid of them in the first place and then start fresh. Absolutely. Because, you know, and, and, and I've got a confession. Okay. So I went through a really high conflict divorce, literally. And I mean, it put me in the fetal position, right? I mean, it, it cost me everything emotionally, financially. I mean, this, you name it mentally. And, you know, I was obsessing and ruminating over everything and catastrophizing everything. I mean, I wouldn't have liked myself at all for like a little season. Oh, God. But, um, you know, and, and, until I had a friend who was who was brave enough, right? Who said, "Girl, you don't wear that well," and I was like, "Oh, so ashamed, right?" And then I was like, "Holy crap, they're so right! I would have hated that." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, it's time to just just stop this shit and let's let's get real. Let's let's find out who you really are now, right?" And so it turned into um, the biggest gift in, in in the world for me because it, it helped me gain clarity, deep clarity about who I was and how I wanted to show up and how I wanted my interactions to be and what success looked like. I mean, all of these questions, right. That we need to ask ourselves. So, yeah, I don't, I'm just not one now. I think there's too much living to be had. Right. Agreed. I mean, look, there's just too much living to be had. I, I don't know how much longer I get to play here. Right. And so I want to, I want to to drink it in every day. I want to be able to serve at my highest. And I want to infuse people with energy and love and healing. And you can't do that if, you know, hate and being pissed off is just not a strategy for successful and abundant, sustainable living. It's just not. Just not, at least, at least not sustainable in any sense of the long term. It might work maybe short term, but you're just going to burn yourself out. Like there's no way that you can. And you're going to burn everybody else out too in the yeah. around you. They're they're not love you very well after that. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, this has been such an amazing conversation. I am like honestly, I'm very glad that we were able to talk about this after the session because now the things that we did yesterday now make a lot more sense as you sort of exemplify them through different stories and different clients and things that you have done. It makes a lot of sense. And people have been loving this. I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you, but just uh, a couple of people, you know, Hillary is the best there. Your, uh, Patrick says, Sarah says, uh, love these two dynamos together. Awesome. Well, I love you, Sarah. I miss you, girl. Had such a good time with you in New York. <laughs> Sarah's great. Sarah is great. Nikki, yes, and these are my people. <laughs> there you go. You got you got followers. I'm telling you, the stuff works. It's uh, <laughs> but it does actually work. I mean, I I wouldn't put my name and my reputation behind it if it didn't. And I and I will say that, um, as much as I wish that I would have had this modality to use ten years ago, it showed up when it needed to, you know, I think I'm wise enough now to understand that. And I'm so grateful for it because now, you know, you never have to have a bad day. You never have to, you know, endure the, the, the stress and the discouragement at all. I mean, and, and like you found out, right. Your, your body keeps score. And, you know, with you, it makes me so happy. I mean, honestly, I feel so incredibly happy, Josh, that, 
you woke up and you weren't hurting like you did every day. You know, for me, then I, I feel so blessed and so excited that I got to be a part of your journey with that. You know, it's just wonderful. So thank you for that. Yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, and thank you. I mean, honestly, I feel like what you're doing, you get the most excitement out of this because you're so fulfilled by it. You know, it's it's so fulfilling to watch people and and see their progression and know that you had a hand in that. And uh, and so I can 100% relate with what you just said. And if people that are watching want to get in touch with you, they want some more, they want to understand, maybe they want to have a session, who knows, whatever they want, if they want to get in touch with you, what do you got going on in your life and where can they find you? Well, since COVID, you can find me at home a lot right here to and Zoom, um, but they can find me through my website, which is www.hporta.com. Now, I will say my website has been hacked, okay? It's not a very fun process that I'm going through right now, and so I'm having to rebuild. So if you look at it, it's really it looks really awful. So just know that if you go to it, just want to have a, that just out there. Um, but um, you can reach me through there. <laughs> you can reach me through my email, Hillary, H-I-L-A-R-Y at H Porta, P-O-R-T-A dot com. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at HP underscore the underscore life underscore architect. And you can find me on Facebook, of course, under Hillary Cutshaw Porta. I also have a couple different businesses. One is H Porta Coaching, and you can find me under Facebook under the Life Architect. Um, another way you can find me is under R3 International. Uh, incorporated and that's another one of my companies and it's my, mainly for the keynotes and events and workshops and retreats and things of that nature um, for women and you can find me on LinkedIn <laughs> so find me please find seriously me. if you cannot find Hillary there's something wrong with you she is everywhere you gotta find me man I just I would love honestly I would love the chance because I really want to to help free as many I'm serious literally I, I want to make People have the most abundant life ever and not deal in this scarcity and lack and, and, you know, carry trauma so that hurts your body, right? And causes disease. Um, I just, I want to be able to serve you. So find me. I love it. (laughs) Find me. I love it. And seriously, if you, if you're, if you're at all interested in this, I encourage you so deeply to go get in touch with Hillary. And if anything, just watch what she does and how she lives her life because it is incredible. The woman is someone that you want to emulate. And I'm just so grateful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I do appreciate you. And I, I feel really, like I said, honored to walk in that sacred space with you yesterday and really um, peel back and get it done. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's been, it's been such a, like, I feel like this is just the start of our journey. So. Uh, this this has just been great. So guys, thank you so much. I can't believe it's been over 50 minutes. This has been an incredible conversation. And, uh, and yeah, this is Josh and Hillary signing off. Thank you. Bye. All right. See you guys. Thank you guys. Have a good day.